Life Audio. Christian Parent Crazy World with Catherine Seegers is brought to you by Life Audio and is part of our Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Welcome to Christian Parent Crazy World, the podcast that tackles tough topics to help you be a godly parent in an ungodly world. I am your host, Katherine Seegers, and in today's episode, we're going to do something completely different. I'm not tackling a tough topic. I'm not answering a poignant or critical or compelling question today like I usually do in every other episode of CPCW. Uh, We'll get right back to that in the next episode, I promise. Instead, this is a super fun and kind of wacky bonus episode where you will learn Learn more about this podcast and about me as your host. And I will answer a question that absolutely no one is asking. What do Christian apologetics and Nashville hot chicken have in common? Hmm. I won't prolong the suspense there because in all likelihood there is none. Uh, The answer is, yeah, me. Yep, I'm the common link between Christian apologetics and Nashville hot chicken. I'll explain. So, I recently had an opportunity to sit down with Larry Roberts of Spark Media for a very fun and lively interview at the Spark Media Conference in Nashville, Tennessee, my hometown. If you listened to the last show, you heard that Christian Parent Crazy World took home the 2022 Spark Media Award for Best Kids and Family Podcast. Yes, I know. It's awesome. I was so humbled and overjoyed to receive this honor. While at the conference, I sat down for an interview with Larry, and I was able to share with him what this show is all about. I explained to him that this is a Christian apologetics podcast for parents, where I help to explain and defend the faith. We, you know, we tackle tough cultural and theological topics to help parents raise their kids in the faith in truth. And, you know, we had this really great chat. It was so much fun. But before the interview, Larry and I bonded over some Nashville hot chicken, one of my favorite things in the world. We didn't eat it. We just talked about it. Now, I I have lived in Nashville or used to live in Nashville for 12 years years. My mother is from Nashville. My parents live there now, along with my sister and my nieces and cousins and my best friends are there. I am a Nashvillian through and through. I consider Music City to be my hometown. And I love, you know, country music and I'm a diehard Nashville Predators fans. Go Preds! Woo! Yeah, that's NHL hockey for those of you who don't know. And I love me some Nashville hot chicken. Yeah, I do. You may not know this, but Nashville is known for this delicacy. Actually, you know, there's nothing delicate about Nashville hot chicken. It will mess you up. Yeah, you know, big time. If you've never had this blistering culinary delight, which is nowhere near Popeye's level of heat, that is like seriously little league in comparison. Uh, well, let me just say it's a singular pleasure or 
pain, as the case may be. It should come with warning labels all over it. If you love spicy food, and I I definitely do, there is nothing like it. It is, however, not for the faint of heart or or tongue or intestines. So, uh, we had this little inside joke in the interview. Larry was going out to experience Nashville hot chicken that night for the very first time, and he was then <laughs> getting on a plane. Oh my gosh, that is seriously brave. And so I told Larry that I hoped he didn't experience any intestinal mischief. That's how I phrased it. And let me explain. That is what Nathaniel Hawthorne, the famous classic American author who wrote The Scarlet Letter and many other books, said of one of his characters. I I think it was in The House of Seven Gables. Don't Quote me on that because I'm not sure. But it was in one of his novels. Yeah, this this character has digestive issues. <laughs> and Hawthorne referred to this guy as being plagued with intestinal mischief. And I thought, oh my gosh, that is hilarious. That is such a funny Hawthorne kind of way to describe someone with digestive problems. So I told Larry that I hoped he didn't experience any intestinal mischief as a result of his eating Nashville hot chicken. I mean, like being on a plane after eating this stuff could could be a really bad scene filled with all kinds of intestinal mischief. And Larry totally steals my descriptor in the interview, literary thief that he is, although, you know, I did steal it from Nathaniel Hawthorne myself, but at least I credit him for it, you know, just saying. Anyways, that's kind of the inside joke in the interview that you are now in on. You're in the nose, so to speak. But, you know, a little more about Nashville hot chicken, if I may, and I can because this is the wacky episode. By the way, this has nothing to do with anything, but you know, this is, like I said, just an episode about getting to know the host and this show better. So Anthony Bourdain, who was this big time celebrity chef who traveled all over the world eating anything and everything, he was known for having a cast iron stomach. This is what he had to say about Nashville hot chicken. This shows you how legit it is. Bourdain says, quote, multiply your wariness by a thousand. That's how I feel about Nashville hot chicken. It is this weird sadomasochistic thing. I don't know whether they eat it themselves. We do, by the way, or whether they have these places for people to come from out of town as a rite of passage sort of. It's it's chicken that, he says, it's chicken that, as best I can tell, is dredged in an inch thick coating of pure cayenne pepper. Mm-hmm. Yep, that, that pretty much <laughs> sums it up, Anthony. Although some establishments then coat it in an oil that is completely infused with cayenne pepper as well. Mm-hmm. Bourdain continues. He says, look, I have been in many places and I have eaten many things. Never in my life has a meal destroyed me like Nashville hot chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> been there. And he says, four days. I was out four days. I didn't miss four days of work, but I was like limping and chastened. And at one point he goes into a little more detail than you probably want to know. I'll skip that part, but I'll, I'll link to it if you want to you want to see it. It's kind of funny. But he continues. He says, of course, they have mild, medium, and hot. And like a complete knucklehead, I, I can take it, he says. I've been to Sichuan in China. No, mm-mm, didn't compare. 
Finally, he says, I I don't think Nashvilleians eat the hot. I think they save that for the Yankees. He concludes, faces will melt, heads will explode, and lives will change. (sighs) Let me just say that, nope, nope, Mr. Bourdain, God rest in peace, love you and miss you, but Nashvilleians really do eat the hot. At least some of us do. I've had it many, many times with my best buddy, Shane. He is my hot chicken buddy. He's my only friend who has the guts to eat the hot stuff with me. And my dad. He can throw down on some hot food. But I have to admit, I I, I do have to plan out my week if I'm eating the hot. Bourdain is not joking. I didn't have like four days of pain, but I had a good 24 to 48 hours many times. It will mess you up that long or longer. So be forewarned, that is just another critically important service that this show is rendering. If you if you ever visit Music City and are tempted to take the Nashville hot chicken rite of passage, proceed with caution and with a clear schedule, especially, especially if you are getting on a plane. Mm. I'm sure that is uh, way more information than you ever cared to know about Nashville hot chicken and my culinary habits. But yeah, you know, I do like to live on the wild side when it comes to my love of spicy food. Uh, Now, in the next episode, we are going to dive back into another meaty topic. (laughs) I couldn't resist that pun. Sorry. Anyways, meaty topic. Okay, so we're going to continue in this series on truth. We're going to talk about what our words have the power to do. Can they change things? Can they change the future? Can we can we change our lives and the lives of our kids with our words? You don't want to miss that one. It's going to be so good. Yeah, yeah. But in this episode, I want to share this fun exchange so you can get to know me and this podcast a little better. By the way, the interview was conducted in the lobby of the Opryland Hotel, so you're going to hear some some background noise there. Larry Roberts and Spark Media, my background, how this show got started, my passion for Christian apologetics, my my two miraculous trips to the maternity ward in my 40s, and a little hot chicken are all on the menu for today's bonus episode of Christian Parent Crazy World. That's the plan, so let's get started. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Larry Roberts back at the Spark Media Conference 2022 right here at the Gaylord Opryland Hotel and Resort. We're here at part of the Spark Media Conference, and I'm joined with another spark of the conference, Catherine Seegers. Yes. Catherine, welcome. Welcome. Uh, welcome to you, too. I'm glad to be I'm, here. I I'm, actually See, this is my hometown, so okay. I can say welcome to you as okay. well. Okay. Okay. That's fair enough. I, I dig that. You know, we, we've kind of connected a little bit on the concept of hot chicken. <laughs> yes, we have. And, and so yes. I'm a little distracted. I, I got to get back into <laughs> podcasting mode. Because... That's okay. This is the town for hot chicken, and it is awesome. I have had <laughs> many a hot chicken in this city and outside of this city, and I love it. Love it. Love it. That's awesome. I'm, I'm going to try some tonight, yes. but I'm also going to try it with caution thanks to your Input. So yes, we'll, I would because you're going on a plane. Yeah, so. we'll we'll leave that we'll leave that right there. We we won't uh, talk yeah. about any kind of intestinal mischief. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so that could be coming your way. Yeah, well, we'll see. So, anyways, so here we are at the Spark Media Conference. Mm-hmm. How's it been for you so far? I mean, here we are. We're about two thirds of the way through the second day. Yes, I'm 
absolutely loving it. I'm having an awesome time. I'm a writer. I've been to quite a few writing conferences before. This is my first podcast conference, and that's kind of where my uh, attention is and focus has been mostly in the last year, so it's nice to be at a conference that is intently focused on what I'm spending the majority of my time doing right now, which is podcasting. That's awesome. So what, what made you make the jump from writing to podcasting? Well, I write for the Salem Web Network, uh, Crosswalk, I believe, Christian Headlines, Bible Study Tools. I've written for all of those um, outlets online. And I had a little podcast on my website. It was uh, for moms. My background is in theater, acting. Okay. I spent a dozen years on the stage doing everything from... From musicals to Shakespeare to comedy improv. Wow, I, I okay. ran the gamut. I can see that. I can see that yeah, in the personality. I did. I did. And then um, the Lord called me to something much quieter, uh, motherhood. Is it hard to spark meaningful conversations with your kids? Whether you're a homeschool hero, planning activities for the next family vacation, or simply gathering around the dinner table, we've got something that can help. Introducing the Daily Family Conversation Starter by best-selling author Katie Clemens. This remarkable book offers 365 imaginative ways to connect with your children in just five minutes each day with prompts like, who made you laugh today? Or what would you do if you had a tail? These simple questions open up a world of laughter, curiosity, and deeper connections. From dinner time to sleepy time, the Daily Family Conversation Starter is your key to creating memories that will last a lifetime. Don't wait to transform your family's daily routine into an adventure of discovery and fun. Grab your copy of the Daily Family Conversation Starter today, wherever books are sold. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. I spent, uh, well, actually, that's not very quiet because I have five kids now. Um, Five kids? Wow. We started late in life. I spent like a dozen years on the stage pursuing the career and doing all that stuff. And then the Lord called me to motherhood. And that spent, uh, you know, uh, birth and babies was like most of my 30s and well into my 40s. Not many many mamas out there. I was the grandmama on the maternity ward, had a baby week shy of my 46th birthday. Wow. No lie. Yeah, it'll be in the book eventually. So that that kind of happened, and, you know, it was kind of a quiet time where I'm ministering in my church, doing women's Bible studies, and then the Lord called me back out and started writing. Did this little podcast on my website and got, you know, in with the Salem Web Network, and then someone contacted me. I, I actually 
buddied up with an editor there, and I think she threw my name in the in the ring when they were looking for podcast talent, and they said, hey, she's got this little podcast over here, and, you know, my background, I did, you know, journalism classes as well as a lot of writing and, uh, you know, performance, and so they, they came over and checked it out, and they're like, hey, you want to do a podcast for us? And I'm like, yeah, why not? Wow. Why wouldn't I want to do that? You're going you're gonna to help market it and get it out there to all of your folks, and that was a much bigger footprint than I, I had at that time, and so we launched, uh, it's called Christian Parent Crazy World. It's a podcast about being a godly parent in an ungodly world. I am in the um, the realm of Christian apologetics for parenting. So I tackle uh, tough theological and cultural topics for parents. Let me jump in there. Christian apologetics. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, that's a term that I'm not familiar with. Uh, apologetics, it comes from the Greek term apologia. It's to make a defense for something. So defending the faith. When you think of uh, uh, C.S. Lewis, mm-hmm. when you think of R.C. Sproul, when you see, think of N.T. Wright, uh, there are phenomenal uh, writers and theologians and thinkers out there that engage with ideas and help to defend the faith, help to explain what the Christian faith is all about and apply it to all of the issues that we deal with in everyday life, whether that's sexuality and gender, whether that is marriage, whether that is um, issues involving life, uh, issues involving freedom, politics, uh, uh, the plethora. We run the gamut. And then I also deal with a lot of theological topics that my my parents are are uh, interested in how to really battle for your kids in prayer what to do if your child uh, you, like I started off the podcast talking about how uh, the youth exodus there are so many kids that are graduating from high school you know they've been taught by their parents all of their lives they get into college and all of a sudden they're they're just bombarded with these secular ideas and if they haven't really considered and walked through a lot of those things before while they're still in their homes uh, if they've been a little too sheltered or you know I homeschool so that's still possible if you're in public school it's not really possible yeah yeah kind of tough although <laughs> let me just say it's all in the homeschooling circles as well. I mean, all of those same challenges uh, that all the moms in the public schools are having, I'm having with my kids as well. My kids are ages 17 to 5. And wow. so um, juggling all of that is a bit uh, challenging, but I absolutely love it. I've always, for as long as I could remember, loved the field of apologetics. I've actually, uh, my background, like I said, is in theater. I went to school, for, uh, got a bachelor's in communications as well as a master's in communications, uh, focusing on um performing arts, and now I'm going back to school for a master's degree in Christian apologetics. Better help my my parents and my audience to help explain these really tough cultural and theological topics uh, so that they can pass those ideas. Just really boil them down and simplify them so that my listeners can just have some really practical tips on how to to teach their kids and train them well so that they're not like completely shocked when they get there out, out there on their own. They've had these conversations while they're in the home and they're hopefully have a very open relationship with their parents because they're going to get challenged out there. They're sure, going to get bombarded. Sure. We are in by far the minority if you if you hold a biblical worldview. I think only 6%. 6% of Americans right now have a biblical worldview. I just did a podcast. I'm in a series on truth right now. Only 48% of evangelical Christians believe in objective moral truth. 48%. 43% of born-again 
again Christians. There's a bit of a distinction there. Sure. But we're we're living in a postmodern world where we're past truth. We don't even believe that objective truth exists. So I, I try to help uh, my listeners figure out how to explain these kind of tough concepts to their kids and to understand them themselves, you know, because they're busy parents. I'm, I'm the same way. I've got 12 loads of laundry <laughs> that are not folded, <laughs> sitting in front of my fireplace right now, and my carpet looks pretty bad. Um, and, you know, so we need to find ways that we can learn this stuff while we're on the go, driving kids to soccer and baseball, because i got four kids in competitive sports and one one in ballet. So I wow. really relate to my parents. I'm not past this, despite the fact that I'm I'm kind of getting towards empty nester age. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, got a yeah. Five-year-old. Yeah, you got a five-year-old. I cannot fathom that because I mean we're yeah. very, very similar in age here. I turned fifty this year. Yeah. So my kids, yeah, yeah. My, my kids are thirty and twenty-seven. There you go. So <laughs> I know, and I am fifty with so, a five. Yeah, I sit back and I go, if I had a five-year-old right now, I don't even know what I would do. I, I can't know. fathom it. Uh, well, so I, a, I, my hats off to you. I commend you on your efforts here. Well, this thank is amazing. You. Well, that was a God thing. We were done. The UN done. Uh, after after our third, I turned 39, and I thought, hey, only crazy people and celebrities have babies in their 40s. I'm neither a, well, I'm a little crazy, but I'm not a celebrity. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no, we're done. And that's a, that's a, another interesting story I told that, you know, I wrote an article once, should God have a say in the size of your family? And, uh, you know, I was of the opinion <laughs> that I had a better idea than God for a long time. But he, he Don't we all? Yeah, he, I started having all these dreams of a little boy when I was 42. Wow. And seriously, I was going to my 20-year college reunion, and I finally I was like, Lord, what's that about? And he's like, you were done. I wasn't done. You want to get on my plan or not? And I'm like, mm, not really. Um, but I do call you Lord, so I guess I better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it was an act of, it took about six months to get me to that place of surrender. I told my husband on the way home from my 20-year college reunion that I thought the Lord wanted us to be open to expanding our family. I got to ask, what did he say to that? Uh, he thought... Uh, uh, total left field. No, no idea that was coming. You I sure you don't want to keep praying on it? <laughs> I said, you go pray on it for five. I did, and this is something I'm not, women aren't in general very good at. I didn't say a word for like five, six weeks. I'm like, you just go pray on it. See what God says to you. Because, I mean, ultimately it wasn't up to me, you know, by myself. You've got to, that's a joint effort. Sure, obviously. I don't sure. need to explain how that yeah, happens. I, as I a figured that out early on, how that worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, some people have asked me, do you know how that happened? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. So, and then he came back with the same answer. And I'm like, okay, so well, let's see what happens six weeks later. I'm pregnant with that little boy. Wow. Yeah, it's a great... That's an amazing story, though, on all honesty. I kept going because there was a chapter two. While I'm pregnant with him, I started having dreams of a little girl. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I said. You didn't see that. He just did a double take. That's what I did. I'm like, seriously, one? I'm like, God, if you want to do it twice in my 40s, just put them both in there at once because... Yeah, let's just have twins. Can we just knock this out at the same time? That's what I said. Yeah. No, he didn't want to do it that way. Okay. It was a much bigger story. We actually ended... When I'm holding my son, I'm holding my son. Looking at this human being who would not exist were it not for God's voice. Yeah. I said, okay, God, I don't want to say no to you again. Your plan is better than mine. I know it's hard. I know it's difficult in my 40s going back to baby town twice. But I'll say yes. And then we ended up losing one Mm. on Thanksgiving Day 2015. During Thanksgiving dinner, literally, I started having a miscarriage. And the Lord just just mobilized me. I have an episode on this uh, for any parents that are going through any kind of loss and looking for redemption. And I just, the Lord, 
you know, I grieved and then I got a little angry. I'm like, okay, you promised me this. We're, you know, and so I perse- we persevered in prayer and we prayed. And I kid you not, the day that the baby was due, we named her Hope. The day that Hope was due, we found out we were expecting Evangeline Faith. Wow. And, um, yeah, it, it was. You a look like you're ride. getting a little emotional right now. Well, it, it was. Yeah. I mean, I just when I look at you know, it's like if you're writing a story, God wrote, writes the best stories. Yeah. And yeah. I, it's one thing I love about podcasting because I'm you know, old school storyteller because I started out in acting. So yeah. and now yeah. I'm in apologetic. So I bring all of that. It's a little more colorful than maybe some of the other podcasts uh, people might have listened to, and particularly in the field of apologetics, because I'm an actor. Right. Um, but at the same time, I, I tell these stories and share with my listeners how you can, per- you know, that one was all about persevering in prayer and battling for your kids in prayer and and seeing miracles come to pass. And I've seen it uh, happen in my own family. Yeah, you most definitely have. Man, mm-hmm. that is an amazing testimony. Yeah, yeah. And she, she just turned five and she's a little singer. She's you know, and my my uh, seven year old, he's a little baseball player, and I'm just so grateful that you know. I, there are times when I look at my life, and I, you know, I I was just meeting with a pastor or church, and he's my age, and you know, like you, he's got he's an empty nester. Yeah, and I'm like. <laughs> I'm going to be like with a walker going across graduating. Kind of sounds weekend. like a cool concept, maybe. Yeah, I know, but no, you know, everybody's got to. We got to go the path that God has for us. Hundred percent. I know that this was His plan, and one of my passions, hopefully, and one day it will happen that I'm I'm supposed to write. Uh, a book on the marginalization of motherhood in our culture. That is something I'm very passionate about. I didn't want to be a mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a big joke. Yeah. Uh, my father-in-law bet me a quarter on my wedding day that we would not, we, that we would be pregnant. We would have a baby in the first year. And I laughed and I said, we won't, we won't have a baby in the first decade. Fast forward nine years, 364 days. <laughs> Don't tell me God doesn't have us to do her. Yeah. One day before our 10th anniversary, we gave birth to our first child first child and then the the four that followed and yeah it's an unconventional story everybody's got an unconventional story we've all got a great story because god's look at scripture god's stories are just so brilliant and beautiful and unexpected and yeah. babies you know finding out you're having babies the the day that the other one was due and just it's so beautiful and that one was a rocky road i started abrupting spent the last month in the hospital it was it was a that looked like a crime scene episode at one point before wow. we had her, but you know, she got here safe and she was perfectly fine. And God is faithful, and and so I talk about all this kind of stuff in my podcast. We defend the faith, and I help parents uh, be prepared to to really be a godly influence in their kids' lives, yeah. and um, really train them towards godliness themselves. That's amazing. Such an amazing story, and there's so much there to unpack. There I mean, th- this was a, this was <laughs> this was a, a a very moving story in a very short amount of time. Yeah. So you're very polished at what you do. Oh, well, so thank I can you. imagine <laughs> that your podcast is equally as polished. Yeah, I do. I do polish it up. I write a script, but then I kind of freeform a little bit because I'm an improviser as well. I that's one thing I really love doing was. Uh, I'll be in on the stage. I love doing comedy improv. And yeah. So there's some humor. There's laughter. There's tears. We've got a little bit of it all. That's awesome. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, before we wrap this up, tell everybody yeah. once again what the name of the show is and where they can find it. It is Christian Parent Crazy World. Uh, and you can find that. It's on life. If you look up lifeaudio.com, that's the host website. Of course, you can find it on my website. It's Catherine Seegers. That's Catherine with a C, C-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E, Seegers, S-E-G-A-R-S. Dot com. 
You can find all of my content there as well. But Life Audio is the parent company that hosts my podcast. And um, you can also find it on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and um, Pocket Cast, Christian Parent Crazy World. Awesome, awesome. Well, Catherine, thank you so very, very much. I'm glad that we had this opportunity together, and I've enjoyed all of our other conversations as well. And of course, I'm sure I'll be thinking about you tonight as I take that first bite of the Nashville you hot need to chicken. Let me know how that goes. Yeah, because, I'll have to reach out. Oh, it's the best stuff in the world. Love it. <laughs> thank you so much, Catherine. You're welcome. Take care. Is it hard to spark meaningful conversations with your kids? Whether you're a homeschool hero, planning activities for the next family vacation, or simply gathering around the dinner table, we've got something that can help. Introducing the Daily Family Conversation Starter by best-selling author Katie Clemens. This remarkable book offers 365 imaginative ways to connect with your children in just five minutes each day with prompts like, who made you laugh today? Or what would you do if you had a tail? These simple questions open up a world of laughter, curiosity, and deeper connections. From dinner time to sleepy time, the Daily Family Conversation Starter is your key to creating memories that will last a lifetime. Don't wait to transform your family's daily routine into an adventure of discovery and fun. Grab your copy of the Daily Family Conversation Starter today, wherever books are sold. Thank you for joining me today. Look, I know there are a lot of things you could be listening to right now, and I really appreciate that you took this time to spend with me. I hope you will join me for my next podcast when we take aim at some aspect of our culture that threatens to derail our parenting and steal our kids' faith. If you enjoyed this episode of Christian Parent Crazy World, would you consider telling a friend and sharing it on social media and giving it a good review over on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and following me on Facebook and Instagram? Oh, oh, and maybe you could say that Christian Parent Crazy World is the best podcast you've ever heard in your entire life. Uh, just a thought. Uh, and be sure to check out my website, which is katherinesegers.com. That's Catherine with a C. I have lots of articles and resources there that will help you on your parenting journey. And if you subscribe, I will be sure to send you some really cool free stuff and notify you of future podcasts, articles, and blogs. I want to end this and every episode with a word of encouragement. God gave you your kids, your specific kids for a reason. That's because you hold the key to unlocking who God created them to be. We'll see you next time. Christian Parent Crazy World is a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. To hear more from Katherine Seegers, visit her site, katherineseegers.com. If you enjoyed this episode, would you take a minute and leave us a rating and review in your podcast app? It really does help us connect to more listeners like you. A special thanks to Kelly Gibbons, Stephen Sanders, and Stephen McGarvey for their production and editing on this episode. You can find more podcasts like this over at lifeaudio.com.
Often we believe our questions mean we don't have faith, but I believe Jesus loves our questions. Our questions are windows into heaven. I'm Caden Fabrizio, and on the Questions with Caden podcast, we ask and answer one question per episode as relevantly and biblically as possible. Questions about fear, anxiety, depression, addiction, and so much more. Don't worry, your questions, they're not going to scare Jesus, so ask away. Listen and subscribe now at lifeaudio.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.